Oh, hello. That's so adorable. I told you I did it! I got it! I mean, TTRPGs are about fun and about collaboration. The, what this all builds, what this is all building towards, is more empathetic connections between people. There you go. Go there in the end. Welcome to Delightful Dungeon Diving, a coffee and tea table podcast dedicated to the wonderful world of tabletop role-playing games. I'm Nick. I use he-him pronouns, and this week I'm going to take y'all on a dungeon dive. A dungeon is what we in the tabletop role-playing game community affectionately call an area that players will adventure in. A place where they might encounter fearsome monsters, intriguing characters, perhaps find some treasure, dodge some traps, and most importantly, write their story. Today we'll be building up a mysterious wintry riverside forest, which you can feel free and welcome to use in your own games. I would suggest getting out some blank paper and something to doodle with to follow along. Now the first half, we're going to take it easy and breezy. But when we've got everything placed just right, we'll have a walk through the finished region ourselves, and perhaps you'll feel the chill of this dungeon. To begin, let's divide this region up into four quadrants. Northeast, Southeast, Southwest, and Northwest. It'll help us get our bearings a little bit easier. Running across the entirety of this region is a river. For this area, I'm going to call this one the Frostblood River because it evokes some danger, evokes some violence to this place. The inherent risk that adventurers take in entering this region. We'll place the river coming in from the northeast and perhaps across the middle of the map, or we can even drag it down all the way down through the southwest side. Now coming off this river is one of our major features of this region. A frozen pond, a little inlet of the river that comes off to the side and the static nature has left it frozen. However, we'll crack the surface of that ice, really speaking to the danger and risk inherent in crossing this pond because at the center of this little frozen pond, uh, perhaps a large frozen pond or a very small frozen lake, at the center of this frozen piece stands a piano. Inexplicably, out there by itself, nothing grand or majestic, just an upright piano, the, the kind you'd find in a saloon or some unassuming parlor. There's a rickety stool accompanying that piano, and the mystery of why it is there can be left to you or to your players to, to find and improvise upon. In the southwest corner of this region, there's an opening in the tree line leading to the frozen pond. But savvy players will notice the little campsite we're going to place just off the banks of the river. Crowded in here in the trees are crowded here in the trees, nestled amongst the trunks, we're going to place a small campsite, perhaps a hammock, but most importantly, a tent. And in front of the tent will be a trail of blood. That trail will lead to the banks of the river. Now, this little campsite that has met with some disaster will evoke some mystery to the players, something they need to figure out. What happened here? What terror befell the people at this campsite? Inside the tent, 
I'm going to make this as cozy as possible. Plenty of furs and blankets laying the bottom. This is not a temporary campsite. This is a campsite of perhaps a surveyor, a naturalist, an explorer, someone who's come to the region to study. And on a folding table, everything in this tent uh, being built to travel and pack up, this folding table just lined with books, notebooks, uh, drawing materials, charcoal sketches and notebooks, etc., sketchbooks. And perhaps in some of these notes and journals could be important information about the region, not just the wildlife spotted and studied, but perhaps some history and even folklore about the area, about the mountain range that this pass is nestled in. Maybe information about the cave on the other side. Perhaps that's even why this person, this stranger in the campsite came here in the first place. Perhaps there's some mystery, an item they're here to discover. There are further mysteries to Frostblood Pass and information about those could be clued in here in this person's notes. There could additionally be uh, names linked in these notes, journals, diaries, uh, connecting to NPCs, other characters that the players might meet in a town after this adventure. Perhaps this stranger themselves is named or information about the stranger revealed in a diary so that the players could track down people who knew this person. Some of the more recent passages can speak to a conundrum that the inhabitant of this campsite was experiencing. Something indescribable, something confusing, perhaps sounds outside the campsite at night. The feeling of something watching this person as they travel through the trees. Music coming from somewhere outside this campsite. Now, as the players follow that trail of blood up to the riverbanks, we'll continue the trail on the other side. The river itself is a major feature of this region. It's crystal clear, but in the gray skies and dim light of this region, that the water appears dark and foreboding. There are small white caps as it rushes fairly quickly. Halfway up the river in the same region, we'll place a collection of boulders and perhaps even a log jam, some debris to form a small dam in the river. Perhaps it's even a large beaver dam, but something to create some small rapids, maybe even a small waterfall. This speaks to the danger in crossing the river here. There is a possibility to cross, going across these wet boulders and trying to skip over where the water flows through, but it's quite precarious. And maybe this overflow is what has created that pond just further up the region. There are ice flows further up the river where the water doesn't rush quite as fast and perhaps is a bit colder. There is still solid ice, but it breaks loose and begins to flow down the river in chunks. Again, if anyone were to slip into this cold, cold water, they would have to contend not only with the shock, but with 
the ice flows threatening to crush and trap them beneath the surface. Now following that trail of blood on the other side of this river, the trail runs directly into the mouth of a cave. There's a rocky face to this cave. Perhaps it's a, uh, a ridge line or the wall of a mountain on the other side of the river. And at first it's a little hard to see. There's fog coming off of the snow. But there, just beyond the trail, is pitch blackness leading into the cave. There's no hope for interior lighting in this place. The players will have to bring a torch with them or some other light source. And what they find in the cave, well, perhaps we'll delve into that cave on another dungeon dive. Returning to the frozen pond and the inexplicable piano, as players travel through these woods, investigate the campsite, investigate the frozen pond and the river, there are looming pine trees covered in snow, the branches heavy laden with it. There are snow drifts right at the feet of these trees. And amongst those trees is an observer, a creature, camouflaged against the tree trunks, waiting silently. This creature and its nature can be entirely up to you. The way I like to set up this area is there's music on the wind. And if players are perceptive, observant, if players really tune into this music, they may recognize a melody of sorts. Something discordant along those lines. If they really investigate, they may find the source of this music, the creature that is shifting from tree to tree, trunk to trunk, laying up against the bark, the antlers sprouting from their head, mimicking the branches reaching out to the players. Really want to build up the feeling of being observed, of being watched, of these trees not being welcoming entities, really playing up that feeling of on the players of being unnerved by this entire region. Now that creature out amongst the trees could be linked to the piano. Perhaps the creature is cursed and is bound to the piano by that discordant melody. Perhaps the creature could be released or transformed back to their original form upon the breaking of this curse. Or perhaps this is an ancient creature, an entity that exists to hunt and feed on fear, waiting for more to come through. It's up to you. Let's move beyond the frozen pond and take a look at what lies on the other side. Players will notice a structure and immediately evident is that this structure is not natural. This was built 
broken stone walkway leads up to what was once perhaps a courtyard, a cathedral, some massive ruin. The pillars of stone have been broken and fallen, collapsed. Snow piles up here and there amongst what perhaps used to be beautiful tile, but is now cracked, worn, and warped stone. In this ruined courtyard or cathedral or temple lies a massive skeleton, obviously draconic in nature, and prominent in that skeleton is the pommel of a sword emerging from the skull. That sword perhaps has a shining blue jewel in its pommel. Some small mystery here. However, the owner of the sword is not so much a mystery because on the far side of that ruin, we're going to place a set of armor. Beautiful armor and obviously magical in nature. It's untouched by the elements. Perhaps a little battle scarred speaking to the prowess of that beast that's been felled. And whether or not this armor is occupied, as it lays up against a broken, fallen pillar here, you know, the the remnants of a fearsome battle, well, we'll leave that decision up to the Game Master. Perhaps that armor is waiting for someone to enter. Perhaps that armor tells a story of its own back outside of these ruins there's an obvious path forward and beyond the Frostblood River this Frostblood Pass looms the mountains and amongst them Fangglass Peak really broken and jagged peak the summit is hidden behind false summits of broken ridge line it is not a welcoming mountain by any means and what awaits the players up there again we can put up to the game master but I like to I like to play with dragons I imagine there's something waiting up there for the players but before they exit the pass we're gonna place a large totem a warning sign to the players this totem is massive And at its feet, at its base, we place a pile of bones. Not animal bones, humanoid bones. This is a blatant warning to would-be adventurers, would-be explorers, that a border is about to be crossed. And perhaps a clue as to what lies beyond here, up at the very top, of this massive totem. Uh, This thing must have been carved from a a huge bristlecone pine. Think think redwood trees, um, uh, the trees you find, uh, you know, the General Sherman type of trees. Up at the very top of this thing is an ax of such large proportions it could only belong to a giant. And that ax, as if splitting wood, is wedged right in the top, put there in an aggressive, almost petulant manner. None shall cross here. There is nothing for you beyond these borders. But of course, our players 
will have to continue if they're seeking to unravel the mysteries of this adventure. So now we have the bones of this dungeon, a mysterious winter forest pass, Frostblood Pass, or whatever you choose to name it. It's yours. Feel free to use it and go adventuring. Here's plenty of opportunities to inject interesting characters, further encounters and mysteries, your own storylines, and perhaps even connected regions. But no dungeon dive is complete without trying the dungeon on for size. We're going to get a feel for this place ourselves. So, come along, and don't forget your bewitching beverage and splendid snack, because every adventurer needs their calories and coziness. A chill wind whips through gnarled branches, a bitter welcome to a snow-fog-shrouded clearing. Gray skies above promise pitch darkness in the coming hours, but even so, in the low visibility, the broken peaks of the towering mountains can be felt if not seen. This is Frostblood Pass. The river namesake of this forest is rushing just to the northwest, the occasional groan and crack of ice sheets announcing their departure downriver. Ahead, the clearing expands to a frozen pond, an inlet of the Frostblood River. There's something standing in the middle of the ice out there, but attention is first drawn to the tree line just to the side. Bright colors slash through the bristling pine needles. A tent nestled in a tight stand of frost-covered trunks pegged down against the wind. No sounds emerge from the tent's loose flaps which scrape against the upper crust of snow and draw the eye to burgundy stains. Blood, dark and glistening, leading from the tent's threshold away towards the river. Something nefarious has happened here. The heavy canvas flap parts to reveal a fur-lined living quarters complete with cot and table. The table is besieged with notebooks and charcoal sketches of the pass, the scribblings of a surveyor or naturalist, perhaps. Though some of the more recent passages begin to spark concern, the words speaking of music at night, a maddening melody on the winter wind. Back outside, the trail of blood still awaits. Leading to the rocky bank, the Frostblood River looms. Dark currents rush over a deposit of boulders and log jam, creating subtly dangerous rapids, and possibly a bridge across, because the trail of blood does indeed continue on the other side. In fact, on the northern shore of the river, the trail continues dead straight, a crimson spear flying straight into the yawning pitch of a cave. Even from this side of the river, malevolence exudes from that cave. Curiosity is not always best explored, yet that blood beckons. The trees lining the shore stand as silent sentinels, unmoving and uncaring of the grisly scene laid out before them. However, amongst them, unnoticed but to the most discerning eye, is an imposter. Skin camouflaged to the bark of mighty trunks, antlers grasping out in mimicry of frozen branches, wind whistling through bone and shaping musical tones. A creature, warped and unnatural, waits. 
Demanding attention is that uninvestigated object, that mysterious shadow in the fog emerging from the center of the frozen pond. A piano, not grand nor majestic in any way, in fact, rather modest. An upright piano, completely ordinary in every way but its inexplicable placement upon this remote frozen pond. The cover is open, ivory keys smiling across the cracked surface of the ice. Ice that will groan and echo under weight, a fatally risky prospect, yet that music on the wind. Beyond the pond, a structure rises above the trees, the lines too straight, the break in the trees too even and purposeful. Ruins of an old courtyard or cathedral. Whatever their origins, they now serve as a mausoleum, for there are bones resting there, massive bones. Lying amongst the scattered stones of the ruins is the unmistakable skeleton of a dragon, and sprouting from the cleaved skull is a sword. The owner of the sword waits in the corner, a complete and beautiful set of armor laying up against a broken pillar. Somehow untouched by exposure to the elements, the shadows underneath the helm stare across the courtyard to the fallen beast. Whether in anticipation or covetous jealousy remains to be seen. Frostblood Pass has presented its mysteries, has lain claim to curiosity and provoked risk. One would do well to leave this place behind leave its frozen enigmas undisturbed. But to continue on would mean a face-to-face -face with a final warning, a towering totem carved of a massive pine and decorated with scenes of fearsome deeds. The snow at the totem's base is littered with bone, and to drive the final warning home, an axe of ludicrous magnitude has wedged itself atop the totem's head, a giant's axe for this totem marks the border of their territory. Beyond lies Fane Glass Peak, the snaggletooth ridgelines and broken summit gazing down upon the pass. Forward unto giants, or retreat to song and wind and mystery. Well, there you have it, folks. A dungeon you can feel free to use in your own games or even as inspiration for your story writing. Thank you all so much for coming along with me today. And I can't wait to get back to chatting about TTRPGs with my lovely friends on another episode of Delightful Dungeon Diving. everyone here so no one else has to. <laughs> <laughs>